Welcome to Disrupt Equities Apartment Investing Podcast. This podcast will offer weekly episodes equipping passive and active investors alike with the tools, knowledge, and confidence to build wealth through one of the most powerful wealth creation vehicles out there, apartments. Let's get into today's episode. Today is welcome everybody the to- The Monday before Thanksgiving? The Monday before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Did you bring your turkey hat? I did not. I was thinking about that when I was driving in. I was like, man, we should. Have, we need to get better at props. Oh, I thought you were saying you're, you're thinking you should have brought your turkey hat. No, well, I know, which wouldn't be a prop, right? Yeah. You know, we, we need, I, I t- yeah, I told you that a while ago. We, we need to just have a bunch of props. It should be prop heavy on the show. But I got some good feedback on when we had the masks. Masks is good. Like, I mean, oh, the you guys did something different, kind of switching it up. I was like, man, I didn't think people were going to like that that much. Yeah. So, you know, we should have brought me a turkey. We could have had the turkey on the call, but the video, but you're up. just kind of... You know, but then, hey, we wouldn't be able to, you know, to be able to bestow some of our education on our viewers here. Absolutely. So what are we talking about today, man? You were going to tell me how thankful you are for me. Uh, I'm very thankful for a lot of things, buddy. You included, (laughs) my friend. Uh, All right. No, we are, so Money Mondays, right? We do this every Monday at what time, Ben? 3.30 Central. Oh, you remember now. It took us about 25 shows to go. No, I'm kidding. It was was Mondays, 3.30 Central, right? We go through a bunch of different topics. This week's topic is how to define your real estate investing goals, right? We figured it's a good match for Thanksgiving, kind of the holidays, right? Really getting back in that goal-setting mindset. Hopefully, next year, kind of COVID passes and we kind of get back into a little bit more of a you know, where you can actually set goals and plans and then work towards them <laughs> well, without a big wrench getting tossed in. Our de- in our defense, we did have some pretty ambitious goals, too, for 2020. Some of them we were able to achieve. Some of them are obviously going to be now 2021 goals. Absolutely. You know, mainly on the acquisition side. But, no, no, you brought up a good point. This is the time, everybody, that you need to be setting your goals, right? Whether it's personally, professionally, whatever it might be, right? You know, now, we can't sit here and motivate you to get into the gym or eat better or whatever it might be, whatever vice you need to get rid of. But we're going to try to at least show you kind of some of the ways that we kind of look at, you know, how do we how do we look at it from a real estate investing, you know, goal standpoint, right? So we're kind of going to dive right in here because we're a couple minutes late, right? But before you get going, right? So we'll spend about, you know, so the show itself, 30 minutes, right, for those yep. tuning in for the first time, 3.30 Central every Monday. Now we'll just spend about 15, 20 minutes presenting and about 10 minutes live Q&A. So and the Q&A is the best qu- part. Q&A is the best part. And you guys don't yeah. have to ask questions about what we're talking about. You can ask questions about whatever you want to know. So we're happy to answer them. Feel free to ask them, you know, but hopefully it's about the topic, but if not, feel free to ask. Yeah, yeah. I mean, anything real estate, entrepreneur-wise, technology, right? You know, what do we think of the market? You know, those are some of the questions that we've gotten in the past, and we're happy to throw those. So throw throw all the curveballs to him, all the easy questions to me, and we'll go ahead and dive yeah, right and before you get going, we got two comments, right? So Savion says, you know, what's going on, guys? How's hey, it going, hey, man? Buddy. You're definitely one of our one of our top, you. top viewers, you. so appreciate it. Yeah. Any deals in the pipeline? We've been close on many deals. Yeah. My heart is still broken. It's been a rough, you know, quarter. Yeah. It's just the problem with this business is being close as if you didn't do anything at all. Yeah. You, and you got to be patient, right? We're not willing to buy a deal just to buy a deal. So, you know, I mean, we're, we're trying to be as conservative in our underwriting, knowing that obviously COVID's still with us and we're hopeful that it goes away sometime soon, but who knows, right? So you got to be a little bit more conservative on those rent pushes. And, you know, obviously debt's cheap, which is great. But uh, that doesn't always offset the uh, premiums that some of these brokers are asking and the, the lack of rent pushes that you can get on some of these deals. So, Absolutely. So let's talk about it, right? You know, I think, you know, we always look at everything in terms of a SMART goal, right? You know, Tony Robbins talks about this. This is, It's been out in the market. If, anybody, if anybody's in corporate America, you probably had your SMART goal, 
you know, uh, either defined for you or your manager's probably asking you for one, right? But what are we talking about in terms of smart goal, right? It's specific, it's measurable, it's attainable, it's relevant, it's time bound, right? So we're gonna kind of go through Can all these. Can you say that these. in reverse? No, I can't. Off the top of head without looking at the screen? Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> time bound, relevant. Don't laugh, Shanna, I heard you back there. Attainable, uh, measurable, and uh, I should know the S. I can't believe that. Subtle. Uh, I mean, specific. Subtle, really? <laughs> All right. Well, I was close. Thanks for throwing that. That's the no curveball I'm talking about with this guy. You got to watch him. All right. So what are we talking about when we're talking about being specific, right? You have to just say, you can't just say, I want to buy real estate. Okay. What does that mean, right? There's a thousand different niches in real estate. So I think you have to be a little bit more specific, right? Yeah. I want to buy a 100-unit to a 200-unit property, multifamily, in Houston, class C or B. Perfect. That's pretty specific, right? Yeah. You know, versus saying, oh, I want to buy real estate. Or I want to get in the now, real estate There's a lot of people want to get in real estate, and it's very vague. And, you know, that's fine. People start there, but, again, be a little bit more specific because otherwise yeah. you're just going to get lost, right? And I, think I see that a lot of times. People just get overwhelmed. Yeah. Real estate is massive. It is a very big ecosystem, right? Narrow what you want. Whenever I first started, it was I wanted to buy one to four unit properties in Houston that I could basically self-manage, yeah. right? That's pretty and, specific. You know, and something, and honestly, too, even pricing, I had to, you know, in that $150,000 to $220,000 price range. Yep. Now, yeah, maybe I'd go a little bit lower, maybe a little bit higher, but that was kind of the focus, right? And from that, you figure out what opportunities present itself, but you can really start to build up a system to really double down So you on got that. your box, right? Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this on this show before, right? We talked about this, and we talk about this in Investor Academy quite a bit, right? You have to define what your box is, and that's either if you just want to come at this business passively, I just want to put some money to work. Or if you want to come at this, uh, you know, as uh, you know, the co, you know, the sponsor of the deal, the syndicator, whatever you want to call us, right? You need to understand what you are going to be doing and what you're going to be going after. So that's what we're talking about when we're talking about being specific, right? So next one, measurable, right? You're the you're the data guy. You're the KPI guy. Yeah. Right. You you do all the systems for us and, and you need house. To be able to and measure big, it. You need to be able to track big, it and boom, kind boom, of what boom, it boom, is, boom, right? right? It's important again. Saying, you know, I just want to buy real estate. Again, it's not specific, nor is it really measurable. Yep. It's I want to buy three properties by the end of this year that are in this price range that are yielding this return. Right? And I'd even I take, a, I'd take it one step further, right? Because what we've noticed as we've done this more and more, the more deals that you look at, the more deals that you underwrite, the more deals that you that you make, you know, an offer on, the more likelihood that you're going to. So yeah. there's a, you can literally back up and say, okay, and I'm this is just an example, folks. I so don't take this, this is with a grain of salt, right? I have to look at 100 deals to underwrite 50, to offer on 20, mm -hmm. to get one, yeah. right? And you really, that's... So I'm, your measurable is, I'm going to underwrite 20 deals a month yep. to in order to buy three properties this year, right? Like you're measuring yeah. that and tracking. Then each month you can evaluate yourself. Did I underwrite 20 deals? No, I didn't. I underwrote 10. So Great. what does that mean, I'm right? not on track, right? You need yeah. a course correct. Yeah, you need, so. to, you need to say, okay, maybe I'm not talking to enough bot or brokers, excuse me, right? And so you need to pick up the phone. And when, I, when we tell you, I can't, I'm going to go a little bit on a tangent here. Don't just call them, ask a bunch of questions, and then, then hang up and never call them again. Try to develop relationships with these folks, people. You know, this is, they're not only going to put you onto more deal flow, they're going to put you onto the right deal flow. So it's important to really develop those friendships and those, those true business relationships with the brokers, right? They're not some people that you should put on a pedestal. They're just salespeople. Yeah. You know, and so they're all good guys and gals. Absolutely. So before we continue on, right, Money Mondays, we do this every Monday through 30 Central. A yep. bunch of different topics from underwriting to acquisitions to dispositions to everything in between. This week, we're talking about how to define your real estate investing goals. Yep. 
right? And really, you know, we'll kind of go on for about another 10 minutes. And then yeah. at the end, we'll do open Q&A. So if people have comments, questions, you know, feel free to leave them. We're happy to talk to them live and here. And go ahead and dump them right now, folks, right? Yeah. Like, you don't have to wait until the first end. First come, first serve. Ferris is obviously on his, his computer. He's monitoring this stuff. You know, Shannon can help out as well. So go ahead and dump your questions in. We'll get around to them. I'm so. actually just hanging out, chatting with people. I figured you weren't doing it. Um, you know, let Ben do all the talking. Uh, he loves doing that. Uh, yeah, so let's really yeah, quickly. So Amir says, watch the language. Yes, yeah, sorry. It's a G-rated audience. So... You know, Ben's well, problem. We'll um, Ronnie says, <laughs> what's up, guys? <laughs> and uh, he says, Ronnie wrote, underwrote two deals a day. He writes, sorry, he underwrites two deals a day. That's good. That's good. And Ronnie, Ronnie knows. I mean, he knows, the, he knows the game. It's a numbers game, unfortunately. It really is. Well, so. I mean, fortunately, right? At least I like, I like that it is a numbers game because then, for me, that's more quantifiable, right? You know, it's not this... You know, thumb in the air. How many deals should I look at this month? Right. You know, yeah. it's it, it, it. You really can back into how much and, activity. And Ronnie says on. he likes the navy blue disrupt polo. Disappointed right. he doesn't didn't like my plaid shirt. You know, he went with something new. He showed up this morning. Uh, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Where'd you get the new shirt from, man? Yeah. I thought we were trying to you know match every single time. Right? Unfortunate. Know. We don't really we don't really do that. People always think that we're like calling each other on a Monday morning. What are you wearing? But we don't. <laughs> Ask them what shoes you're wearing. Uh, let's keep going. So uh, Attainable, all right? So I always, the, the, the example that I give for this, right, is, you know, if you're a doctor, and I'm not picking on doctors. I have a lot of love and respect for doctors, right? If you're a doctor and you work 80 hours a week, I don't think actually looking at 100 deals a month is probably going to be attainable, right? Because you just physically don't have enough time to go and talk to a broker, to then go underwrite deals and do property tours. It's just not Similarly, if you're making, let's just pick numbers, you're making $5,000 a month and you're like, I want to make you know $100,000 a yeah. month in real estate in the next year, that's probably not attainable, right? Yeah. There needs to be a pathway to get there. Maybe it can, right? There's always exceptions, but you know, build something out where you have some, you, know, you can see a pathway through the forest to get to that goal. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And that doesn't mean that like, hey, you can't go from that five to 100,000, but maybe it's going to take you five years, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, just... Because maybe you can see the pathway from 5 to 15, yeah. and then from 15 to 50, and then 50 yeah. to 100, right? You can maybe see yeah. that, but you got to get to the next the next hill before you can see the next one after. So you have to give yourself enough time and resources to complete the goal, right? You can't just, you know, oh, I'm just going to go in and make it 100000 a month, or I'm going to be able, even though I have no time during the day, I'm going to look at 100 deals a month, right? Be realistic, folks, because otherwise your, your goal, even though you're trying to go and be ambitious and have your hairy goals up there, right? you're never going to be able to get close to them because they're never going to be attainable. Yeah, and maybe so. we have one more comment from Amira. So this is relevant. I guess I'll go ahead and read it. But basically, has your definition of real estate goals changed due to COVID temporarily? Yeah. Or have you stuck to the same goals? Asked because has capital raised been tough during COVID? People holding back liquidity, et cetera. Right. You know, I'd I, say I, at the beginning, people were holding back absolutely. liquidity. No, no, no. March, April, people were scared. Everyone. Yeah. Know, I mean, you, Nobody you know. knew what was going on. No, no. I mean, and the markets were tanking. Oil was tanking. I mean, there was a lot of things that were happening in March and April that that have since kind of died down a little yeah. bit, but there's still a lot of uncertainty in the market. And I think, you know, for us, our, our, our goal is always to buy certain amounts of deals, right? But that, that obviously got Our goal is to always find as many performing deals oh. as we can. I mean, we'll but I mean, we've had to shift goals we because while maybe the issue is not capital and raising money, right? Our issue right now, I don't think, is equity. No, Our issue not. is actually finding deals that make sense, yeah. right? It's gotten even more competitive, right? Because interest rates fell, right? Valuations have gone up even further, right? People are willing to pay a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more because the rate is smaller, lower. And the other thing and too so, is, you know, people have gotten whacked in hospitality, office, and retail. And, yeah. and, you know, some of those are still good in certain areas, right? But there's been a lot of capital that has 
that has divested from there and then found their way into multifamily and some of these other asset classes that have kind of weathered the storm a little bit better. And multifamily is no different, so there, there's a ton of competition still. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so relevant, right? Is your goal relevant to, you know, what you're trying to accomplish, right? You know, I mean, you know, is it, you know, within the goal time frame, is that, is that even possible, right? You know, can you, you, can you do something in, you know, one month when it really realistically is probably going to take you like 12 months, yeah. right? You know, rel- relevant, realistic is kind of the, the, yeah. the, it's the just synonymous. like Just like people giving weight loss goals, right? Yeah. I'm going to lose 50 pounds. Achievable if you're saying in a year, but you're not. I'm not gonna lose 50 pounds next week, right? Yeah. So you know that's not really realistic or relevant, right? It's not you know, attainable nor relevant. So. Yeah. So you just have to. You have to be. You have to be. You know, uh, make sure that all your goals, you know, kind of fall in line with that, right? And I think one of the biggest ones is time bound, right? I think that the biggest problem that we do see is we have people that that come off these boot camps, come off these guru groups, right? And they, oh, I'm gonna buy. 10 deals next month, right? Because they're all hyped up. They're all amped up. They maybe even have some money to maybe even pull something like that off, but they don't have all the pieces together. So, you know, your goal of buying 10 deals right after a three-day boot camp is just not, that's not realistic, yeah. right? You know, so you need to have, not only does it need to be time-bound just because, so it makes it an actual goal. It can't be, oh, I'm going to buy real estate in my lifetime, but it also has to be a realistic time-bound you know, goal as well, right? Yeah. You know, can't, you can't flip it on its head and say, oh, I'm going to do everything in the next six months and I'm going to be a millionaire, yeah. right? And, you know, I mean, I, I give, you know, examples, you know, you, you're not going to be able to retire from this stuff in three to five years, like some people like to say, right? You know, you have to be, you have to realize that this is a marathon, not a sprint, yep. right? You don't get well, you do get wealthy, but it's not, it's not, a, it's not a get rich quick scheme. You know, it's not what real estate's all about, nope, right? Not at all. You don't know. So that's a smart goal. So those are smart goals, right? Right. And so you know. again, it's just, you know, and again, goals can change, right? So they're not permanent, right? Yeah. Just like, again, our goal changed. And I think, you know, uh, kind of going through the comments, right? Clayton basically says, you know, if anything, I would have thought the opposite. Deal flow dipped during the summer of, of Corona, resulting in more capital available for deployment. Exactly. Deal flow dipped, rates fell. People want to shift from other asset class to multifamily. So prices have gone up. Deals are harder to come by. I mean, there's a lot of liquidity out there. I didn't even tell you this. There's a ton there's of money a, I didn't out tell, there. I didn't, you guys can hear this first. I had a guy today call me. I'll tell you who a little bit later. Literally said, I just finally sold the deal. I have $9 million to put into a deal. Do you guys have a deal right Don't now? Don't tell me that. Literally. So, you know, there's a lot of capital out there. It's about finding the right <laughs> deal. need a deal. No, no. And on you top know. of that, this person's doing a 1031 exchange. So we, have oh. 20, we have 20 days to find something if we can, but that's a different thing. All right. Well, God bless that gentleman. Um, yeah. You know, we'll <laughs> maybe maybe at some point all the, the so, stars you know, will align. There's a lot of liquidity we'll out there. Deals. It's a lot of opportunities about no, finding, you know. And we've had a lot of those types of conversations lately. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of people that, that have a, a, a lot of money. That, and a lot of people that were trying to deploy money before the end of the year, right? Mm-hmm. Not knowing what's going to happen to bonus depreciation or just wanting to get that bonus depreciation before the end of the year. Right, and so um, we had a lot of people hitting us up the last three or four months. You closed anything? You closed anything before the end of the year, yeah. right? And unfortunately, we weren't able to get something across the finish line. But we're trying, yep. we're trying, right? You know, because we're never going. We're not going to get off what our underwriting model is just to buy a deal, folks. You know, that's big. That's a big goal for us. So, um, all right. So we've got a little bit of an example here. You know, and, and Shanna was kind enough to kind of put this together, right? You're looking to go part time in the next five years. Maybe you're looking to retire. Uh, you're looking for passive income to come cover your overhead, right? You know, and this is there's a lot of things I always tell people when you're first getting into real estate. Get your own house in order, right? What is what's your personal financial statement look like, right? How much liquidity and net worth do you have? How much do you are you spending each month, right? And then you know, I mean, how much is maybe yeah. how much are you making plus benefits? You need to understand all of these things to understand if you're ever going to be able to retire. 
Yeah, right? Let's show this on the screen so people can kind of see it as well, right? Yeah. So, you know, kind of, it's really sitting down and working through this, right? Yeah. And kind of defining all of this and put together a plan. Yeah. So, then, you know, New Year's comes along and you actually sit down and try to make steps towards your plan. And this is where having it measurable is important because yep. you can constantly measure, are you making steps and are you making the right steps? Yep. So, all right. So this, uh, in this example, right, you outline your current resources, streams of income, right? How much do you have to invest? Outline the monthly income that you would cover, that would cover your family's monthly expenses, right? This is your overhead. Um, and this example is 2,500. It's pretty light, but hey, you know, um, if you invested 350K at a 9% return, right? you would receive 31.5 a year. This would allow you to look for investment opportunities that offer you cash flow at 9, 9% plus, right? So you'd be covering your overhead, right? So now I wouldn't say you go out and quit your job <laughs> immediately. In fact, I'd probably say no. Um, but you at least are now backing into the box that you're looking for, right? If that is your ultimate goal is, I, I still wanna work, but I wanna cover out all my overhead, right? And in this example, if you found a couple deals that were cash flowing 9% plus a year, right, you'd be able to do that. You know, just imagine the freedom that that gives you, right? When you go into work because you like to go to work, and not, not everybody's going to say that, right? But say, say in this example, you love what you do, right? Maybe you're a doctor and you love helping people, right? You could go to work and you could do that without the stress of having to bring home that income to cover your overhead, right? Because your investment's already doing that. So we always kind of tell people, you know, really get your house in order first, understand what you need to make on a monthly basis. And then you can go out and start making these investment goals and, and defining what your box is because it's backed up by real world numbers, right? And I think that that's important. A lot of people don't they just kind of hop into it. Oh, I got a 50 grand or I got a hundred grand and you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to retire from my, my job in the next six months. It doesn't really work like that. A lot of this stuff in our business, you make a lot more of your money when you go to sell. And that usually takes three to five years. Yeah, right? Depending on the play. We've done a lot of value-add plays, right? We have, Other right? Plays but typically, are more, yeah. typically it's three to five years, right? So you figure, you know, you figure you're buying for a year or two. You're riding it out three to five years. Maybe you, you make a, a fortune at the back end, right? But that's still five to seven years that you're holding on to those deals, you know? And so, um, or from the, from the start of the process until you start exiting some deals. And so you just need to take that into consideration that you might be, you know, um, burning the candle at both ends. And that's the other thing too, right, is you know, define how much time you have, right, to achieve your goal. And I think that goes back to my, the earlier slide, right, which is, is this even attainable, right? You know, if you're working 60, 70 hours a week, which and some people, that's, an, that's a real world example, you know, you might say, hey, I got some money, but this person's got some time. So maybe I partner up with that person. This person does all the work. I'll provide the money. Now you've got the, the starting of a partnership. Right, and so you just you also need to to understand that just so you can define more of your goal. Totally right? agree. So for those tuning in, Money yep. Mondays we start every Monday three thirty Central. Yep. Right, we're going over how to define your real estate investing goals. Mm -hmm. Right, but basically we'll do you know 15, 20 minutes presentation, ten minutes Q and A. So if people have questions, comments, feel free to leave them. We're happy to you know walk through any of those questions. We're pretty open guys, candid guys. So yeah, absolutely. Um, really quickly, let's see. What do we uh, got? Day uh, Iggy says, "What's up?" Iggy, going again. what's going on, buddy? Ronnie says, SPAC can make you a billionaire pretty quickly, Ben. What's SPAC? SPAC. Ronnie, what are you talking about, buddy? I don't know either. <laughs> SPAC can make you. Now I'm going to search it online. Let's see really quick. SPAC. No, no, no. Focus. Let's see focus, what that focus, says. Focus, focus. We're, we're special purpose acquisition company. Come on. Special purpose. All right. There's a we'll blank check shell corporation designed to take companies public without going through the traditional IPO process. Hey, uh, you learn something new every day. Ronnie. 
Um, commercial real estate is a long game, long-term game, and it then is. what's else? Twenty twenty-one goals. Okay. Uh, those are secret. We're gonna do a whole show where we were, we were talking about those, right? So we'll kind of announce those in another. Are we? I didn't really. Yeah, know. you don't know about that. We're doing the show. I think February fifteenth, where we talk about a twenty twenty. Um, we'll do another show where we kind of wow, maybe no, go well, through I'll, our goals. I'll, I'll, we'll no, I will tell people what our goal was this year, yeah. right? And that we did not achieve it, and I'll tell you why. We were supposed to buy two thousand units this year. And I think we had the team, we had the resources, we had the deal flow to do it. Um, and unfortunately, COVID hit, right? Things changed, right? So we haven't bought any deals this year. But I would say that our goal is at least that, if not more, for 2021. You know, because our capacity has now grown quite a bit. Assuming, our, yeah, the world know, stays the same, we will probably yeah. go buy a lot more next year. Assuming, you I'd know, say two or 3,000 it's, it's forcing us to even expand our acquisition pipeline and really yeah. do it, make it. I think what we had is actually really good compared to most people. Now we're going to make it even better. Yeah, we're going right? to make it more How robust, really just get more deals. Up. Once again, folks, it's all about you have to back into this. You have to look at a certain amount of deals to make a certain amount of offers to get a certain amount of deals under contract, right? And even then, right, sometimes they fall out for whatever reason. So, you know, that's what we're going to try. We're beefing that up right now, getting ramped up, getting all of our goals set for 2021 across all of our business units, right? Not just, that's just disrupt equity. Um, and we still have some other crazy goals for that too. So this is the time to be thinking about this, folks. And, you know, I really encourage you to jot this down, write it down. It, it, makes, it, 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 it makes it more real, than just saying it out loud, right? Jot it down, put it up on your whiteboard, put it in front of you in your office, right? Or we don't, most people don't go to the office these days, but no. put it in front of your home office. Because <laughs> if you're looking at that, you wake up and you look at that every single day. It, you, and and I always like, to, I like the saying where if you're 1% better every day, that's 365% better in the course of a year, right? You know, and so don't look at it as, oh my gosh. Actually, I'm, that's not the way the math works. Like so you if you're incrementally, if you're one percent more oh than the previous my. one, it's you, you, end up get, <laughs> you get what I mean, though, Comp- right? Compound interest. Okay. Yeah, but you get what I mean, mean, though, right? Ah, so I you know, I mean, I always, I always say, look at your goal and then break it down, right? Into what do I do the, today? What do I do this week? What do I do this month? What do I do this quarter to get that yearly goal, folks? So don't think of it like is this daunting thing. I always tell people to shoot for the stars, and you'll actually be surprised how, how close you get, right? Aim, yeah, aim for the moon and you fall amongst the stars. There you go. I like that. But uh, let's keep going. So if anyone All has right. any more comments, questions, let us know. But really quickly, right? Yep. So we did, you know, for those of you that have that know us, yep. right, you guys know that we have a big conference that we put on, Multifamily Investor Network, MFIN, right? So we do, uh, we try to do three of these a year. Corona kind of messed that up last year, <laughs> right? But we did do our last one last February, yep. right? Here in Houston. And here in Houston, how many people do we have, Ben? Like 450, man. 400, yeah. 450 people. Yeah. And, you know, maybe uh, what we were some the mayor. of the- Yeah, we had the mayor of Houston came out. Who yep. else did we have kind of come speak? Yeah, Rod, Rod, we had Cleve, Neil Bawa, you know, Gene. really good mix of people. And ultimately, and it's not even about the, the speakers, folks. That's one part of it, but yeah. it's really about the, the audience, right? Yeah. And it's really called the Multifamily Investor Network. We're trying to build that network because real estate's a team sport. It is. And it so is. we really try to put on a different event where we're, it's all about networking. You know, for us, it's, it's a loss leader, I'd like to say, well, right? We don't, we don't make any sales. money on this thing. It's really about actually getting good quality people putting on a good quality event, right? One day action-packed event. And so, yeah. you know, our next one is coming up February 27th, right? Ooh. We decided we will we will do one. and We're going to be socially distancing. We'll have masks Back available, here in Houston, you know? right? Yep. yep. So February yep. 27th. So if people are interested, right, use coupon code EARLYBIRD, right, to get $100 off your ticket, right? www.mfinvestornetwork.com. And how long we're doing this through? I think the end of this this coming um, weekend, correct? Yes, Maybe? I think so. Through better. Sorry, it's our Black Friday early right. bird sale. So yeah, so I mean, 
you know, check it out, folks. We always have good speakers, but like Ferris said, the more important thing is is the networking, right? It's you all know, about the, the, the relationships that you're building. This really is a relationship business. It's a numbers business, but yeah. it's a relationship. And come business. out and hang out with me and Ben. Mm. Come on, people, right? Maybe we'll do something at the office for kind of people that know us as well. Maybe that no, Thursday, absolutely. Friday. I think we, we should. Yeah. I think we should. You know, yeah. we're probably gonna be shooting some some video here too, right? So. You know, we, we love to see our folks. We haven't seen a whole lot of people other than our, mainly our Texas peeps and some of that. I'm and tired of seeing folks. Ben, guys. I want to see someone else. Come on, people. <laughs> no, but we'll do it safe. And uh, we're excited about having it. You know, once again, we're trying to get a good good lineup of speakers. So you'll learn some stuff. You'll meet some great people. You know, and the one thing that we, that we always kind of point out, too, we're not there to sell you anything. We're not there to, you know, try to upsell you. No sales something. pitch. So it's a no sales pitch event. And anybody that's been there can, can, can back that up. I so would sell Ben if I there. could, but... Yeah, I don't know yeah, if I can find a buyer. Yeah, yeah. So www.mfinvestornetwork.com. <laughs> Sell me for the suit I'm wearing. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> keep, I'll keep the polo. It's a nice polo. No, it's the only time, folks, you're going to catch catch me and Ferris in a suit. So, you know, you got to come out. At least check that out, yeah. right? We'll, we'll, be, we'll be dressed up that day. But any questions, man? I was surprised we didn't get any um, questions. We got on one this. more from Tyler, yeah. Tyler, Tyler. I remember yeah. our email. So he's got 985 units for you to hit that 2,000 unit goal. <laughs> I know you took a look already. Tyler, you got to get that price down significantly. I think, was it a, it's funny, I was talking to someone else about that same deal. Uh, you know, Where's I think, that? Oh, this is actually not far from our office. It's probably, what? Oh, it's a used deal? It's probably 10 minutes from our office. The problem is, you know, and no offense, Tyler, right? You know, I mean, uh, I haven't looked at the numbers, so just take this with a grain of salt, right? I'm sure this is a great deal for somebody. But for us, we always look at who's go- who could we potentially sell that to, right? And it always it always is challenging to sell something that big. Because right, there's only so many people that they can bite off that big of a deal, right? Um, yeah, but we'll still look at it. The numbers no, think, work. I'm numbers guessing work. your 985 unit numbers across, yeah, two deals. I thought one of them wasn't 985. It's, uh, but yeah, Tyler, my feedback to you is that deal was too expensive. But if you have any other deal that you think is attractive and you need someone to move quick, let us know. We'll get you an answer within a day. Yeah. No, no, no. So if it's something, you know, but you got to gotta step up and let us know. It's got to be a deal. Yeah. No, no, no. On something nice, right? In a nice area, we're, we're willing to look at it, look at it, right? You know, I think... We're trying to be more, not only conservative in the way that we're underwriting deals, but also just more conservative in the type of asset that we're buying, right? I think we're trying to look for something a little bit newer, a little bit nicer. We'll still do the Class C 70s deal, right? But we really would like it to be 80s, 90s, and above, um, you know, because really cap rates, they've compressed. They're just, there's just not a lot of delta between a B and a C and an A these days. And I'd much rather step up, pay a few, you know, um, you know more basis points, you know, on a cap rate, um, you know, then, then, you know, go for a class C that's just going to give you a bunch of headache. But, um, yeah, but we'll buy A, B's and C's. Just got to be risk yeah, adjusted. It's got to be the right, the right It's got to be the right deal. Right. All right. So what else we got, man? All right. Anyone else have any more comments? Let us know. Otherwise we're going to call it a wrap. So money Mondays do this every Monday, three thirty central Tyler. I'm going to wait on you to send me a, a, a good deal to kind of go pursue. And we're happy to get a deal closed with you sometime soon. Yeah, let's do but, it. If anyone else has any more comments, questions, go ahead and leave them. Otherwise, we'll see you guys next Monday, 3.30. Yeah, not a holiday. So we'll be on in seven days. So Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Be and safe. And what are we talking about next week? Oh, oh. Uh, how do you do, how, or how do real estate syndicators make money? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Supposed to make whoa. money in this business? Do we make money in there? Yeah, so we're going to talk about how real estate syndicators make money, right? What yeah. do deal structures look like? What... What are the fees? Kind of for, and maybe what are, uh, for those of you that are passive investors, right, what are norms? Right, in yes. terms of you know what is common for certain things and what is not common. Yep. So. 
And there's some people that think that everything's common, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll show you those types of deals. Um, but yeah, no, that should be exciting, yeah. you know, because I don't think a lot of people understand how it works and how we structure it. So that's going to be a good one. Everybody should tune into that one. But uh, cool. Well, I think that's it, all man. Right, let's that call it a wrap. And thank you all very much. We'll see you guys next Monday. We hope you enjoyed today's episode on Disrupt Equities Apartment Investing Podcast. We have some really great episodes coming up, so make sure to subscribe to the podcast. For those interested in passively investing in cash-flowing multifamily properties, visit disruptequity.com invest. Fill out your information there, and you will get notified when we release our next multifamily passive investment offering.